Billowing Hilltop podcast. I'm here with Lucas and Paul. Hello, Lucas and Paul. Hello. We are at an interesting juncture with our heroes. It looks like Burple is in some sort of trouble. He's been dragged over the edge of the cliff. And it looks like you've finally encountered Gralak Kerr, the end of level boss, I guess you'd call him, of this this section with the Grey Woodsman. Yeah. I don't know what you think about where we are at the moment. Terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's quite... I think you're it's in some trouble. Uh, I think yes. some people are in more trouble well, than others. Yes. Although, um, Mike, I have some questions. Okay, what well, about, about the situation? Uh, well, no, about the orrery. Shall I go and put the kettle on? Yeah, you can go and put the kettle on. I, you, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, you know that I'm stu- I'm studying astrophysics. Okay, yes, well, as you do, not yep. full, yeah, as you do, you know. Is Parker studying astrophysics? Well, I mean, it could be. I mean, he was. He is no Parker polishing is the sensor of symmetry. So, I mean, I, that's a telescope in a certain sense. Parker is the closest thing to a uh, any kind of cosmologist that our little, uh, our little yeah. group has Does got. he know more than Lucas? Looking, well, mm, we're about to find out. He certainly knows not. more than me. I think we're going to discover that pretty shortly. Anyway, sorry, what is your question? Well, so, I i mean, I did love the names of the planet. Yes. But the thing that I came up with was... Yes. It seems that this is all set in about, I don't know, 16th, 17th century kind of vibe going on there. I don't know. Okay, the flavour is maybe flavor. late medieval Renaissance, right. perhaps. Yes. So, of course, you were mentioning in this orrery, it already had the hero of Spang. The hero of Spang, yes. Now, given the way that the orrery worked and your description, the hero of Spang is definitely Pluto. Pluto wasn't discovered until this century. Right. So that implies, and you said that all oh, people don't. Oh, know. And I the see. The misunder- there's a misunderstanding. So, there's a simple misunderstanding. Yeah. And that is that you must have got the erroneous impression that I have the foggiest clue about what I'm doing. <laughs> I haven't directly linked the planets and the whatever to any kind of real world discovery something. Right. So, apart from the references to Mars. Apart from the reference, well, okay. So some of the okay. So it, there is a not Mars, Marx. Yeah, then I think you could say that the the worker bee named with a light touch, Paul. Genius. Oh, okay. Hearth. Genius. Hearth. Yes. Super T. Where did you come up with Super T? Is that just silly, or has that got some? It's not silly, uh, Lucas. It's got a deep etymological root drawn from the the full and complex language tree that I have developed for the world right. of Hearth. It's also, like it sounds a bit silly and it sounds a bit like Jupiter. Yeah, but that's Uterus, a theme tune and Hero of Spang. Or oh, the Hero of Spang is way off the scale, isn't it? Joanna suggested that I missed a trick with Uterus, which is a mildly amusing name, but my anus would have been funnier. <laughs> <laughs> But Hero of Spain, I mean, wouldn't Duplo or something like... Oh, uh, well, I ran out of... I couldn't think of anything. You did do it in about three minutes. Yes, true. Yes. I mean, I, I don't know if the impression has been given that I invented all of those names on the spot while we were playing. I mean, nothing could be further from the truth. Okay, a couple of things could be further from the truth. But it's... <laughs> that brings me to my second question. Which they were worked out in advance. I have a Word document. Back to your it, question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The ahead. second question is, in this orrery, given that they know yeah. that Hero of Spang yeah. is a possible combination yeah. are there moons around jupiter uh sorry super t i don't think there are moons specified around super t there are two in the orrery this model of your solar system whatever you want to call it is based upon speculation i think we've discussed this already and there's not been there aren't any marked moons on the orrery for super t or Satnav. there are two moons marked for marks right um harpo and zeppo okay because how can I put this? If you were able to 
see the moons of Marx. Yes. Then you would most certainly be able to see the moons of Supati and Satnav as well. What I didn't realise, Lucas, when I was doing this, and I should have, or should have remembered, I was going to be a pedantic git. <laughs> yes, you were going to be an astrophysically qualified pedantic git. And if I'd known that, I would have spent a bit more time on it. I have a question. What about Darwinism? Darwinism. <laughs> uh, what about the concept of evolution? I don't know. I haven't got into any of that yet. We're going to explore the world very slowly, Paul. Excellent. I, I mean, I, maybe and I'm getting over-philosophical on this, but obviously the thing is, you know, yeah. it's very interesting to think about alternative counterfactuals, but yeah, most of the time sort of scientific discovery. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. It is. No, I mean, these it's things, often, so the point I'm trying to make, it's often these yeah. things go in tandem so if you're in a if you're in a world where effectively people have been able to conjecture the existence of the hero of spang yes but they've like not <laughs> the seen yeah. yeah they've not seen that superty has moons yes then you know that 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 wouldn't sort of match up if you get what i mean i mean these Unless same the scientific of, yeah, i understand is, uh, yes I, I yes i can only apologize we, for the lack of logic Anyway, I think we've um, answered your questions. I think I've answered your questions thoroughly and fully, Lucas. And you must feel a bit of a fool, to be honest, for having challenged me. I think we should probably get on with the episode. Thank you for your questions, Lucas. Yes. Thank you very um, much, Mike. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your podcast app of choice. Uh, you can find us at www.billowinghilltop.com or email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. And we'd love to hear from you. But let's get on with episode 24 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Jump! The problem with D&D, you see, is that, that, you know, I'm going to die. Yeah, if you're Me not too. already dead. If I'm not already dead. You might already be dead. Really? Well, we'll get to that. So we left things basically in the... Um, how is everybody, by the way? Good evening. Good evening. Hello. Good Hello. evening. Marvellous. It's too hot for D&D, by the way. It's just mm. way too hot. Purple, 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 dearie me. Uh, where we left thing, where did we leave? Oh, yes, okay. So there's a creature that's appeared. Um, it's floated up from the darkness. You're in a Eyes. chamber fighting a bunch of these little twiglety twig monsters. So does Workerby have a moon? Work, I don't know. I was extemporizing, uh, Lucas. I don't know if Worker Bee has a moon or even if there is, in fact, indeed a Worker Bee, because, of course, that orrery could be a work of fiction. But we're not going to get bogged down in that because um, chatting about the world in which this adventure is set bores Johnny, according to his uh, social media uh, work this week. Uh, so there we go. We don't want to bore Johnny, do we? Now, you might fall asleep. The um, That's why you were pissed off by that episode, Johnny. Because it's another one that you fell asleep in. Uh, another one, yes. yes. I'm not going to fall asleep anymore because I'm not commuting. I'm not lying down. I am. <laughs> Paul, are you wearing your Victorian nightshirt? No, I'm not. You haven't got yourself on hat. You've got worse. It's too hot. <laughs> I won't cat. tell you what I'm wearing. But it involves socks. Are you wearing... Oh, God. <laughs> Not a lot else. <laughs> I would like to get back to the death of Burple, if that's... Okay, so... Ah, right. So, yes. Mm. So, right, is it a humanoid, the thing that's pulled me over the side? Let's pick things up one at a time. 
just just oh, because for the benefit of the because I have of, a cunning plan if it is hold up the benefit of both of our readers um, <laughs> Parker and Cuthbert are hanging Watch back all. from the main action in the passageway and are being pursued by one of these twiglety creatures that's crawled out of the kind of weird tree rooty walls like sort of creaked out of the wood um, and it looks like they can travel through this these tree roots but it also looks like that diminishes them somewhat in terms of their kind of potency. That's the first thing I would say. In the chamber itself, or rather in the entrance to the chamber, we have Grimbold and Sessions, and they are in a fight with two of these Twiglety creatures. Um, Burple was also in the fight with these Twiglety creatures. But she hadn't and then, said Twiglety creatures. I really fancy Twiglets. I haven't seen them in ages. They're just sticks covered in Marmite. I know. Well, I like Marmite. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Did you see that there's a new Lynx Marmite? Yes. Wrong. No. A lynx marmite, as in an. I think it's just one of those deodorant. One of those classic things that's just made up, isn't it? It's like it's not made up, but it's like, hey, wait a second, let's make a lynx marmite that gets both of us loads of social media engagements. Yeah. Anyway, well, oh yeah, sorry. So Burple was also in this fight with these twiglets until he was grabbed by a sort of weird tendrily, creepery, tentacly thing that had flipped over the cliff face to your south and. Uh, just as we left things, Burple had been dragged over the edge of a cliff. As he was being dragged over the edge of a cliff, uh, a being rose out of the dark, a being with eyes stitched onto its blind face that are um, radiating light like twin little fog lamps. Mm. Mm. Uh, I've got a picture of this thing that I am going to show to you. Did that work? Nice. Yes. Yeah, it's horrid. Oh. How big Got is it. this thing? It's a little bit bulkier than a humanoid. It's sort of large, but not large as in four squares. So, kind of ogre sort of size. Like a big twiglet creature. That's but basically what we're dealing with. Flying, levitating something. He's right. floated up from the dark over the edge right. of the cliff, lighting everything up with his weird eyes uh, and sort of cackling and looking mad. Um, and we left things there. Actually, uh, the only thing we need to resolve is what happens to Burple when he's dragged over the side of the cliff. Burple, you are... Uh, you drop um, vertiginously. Is that the uh, word? Is what that does word? that mean? <laughs> I think it... Well, I think vertiginous actually just is something to do with the height that induces uh, vertigo, so I don't think it's the right thing. You drop abruptly, yes, and then your fall is arrested uh, and it turns out that the tendril that has grabbed you belongs to this creature, which has somehow sort of implanted itself on the cliff face. It looks like a stalagmite. Stalagmite? It's a roper. Yeah. Stalagmite, stalactite. You've got to have a stalactite system. Stalactite is tight. It holds on to the ceiling. Tight. Okay, well, it's on the wall, so it's... Stalagmite's on the floor. It's a stalactite. It's a stalagluft. Um, and it uh, tries to bite at you, Burple. And then... That'll be the end of the bad guys, and we'll pick up action with Parker. Right. This is not good, Purple. I don't know how many hit points you've got, but this could end very badly. But let's just see what happens. It's attacking its advantage as well. Uh, because you are restrained. So, can you yes. just please clarify the situation? How tall yeah. is the cliff? Um, how high? Yeah, you can see uh, down, can't you? The cliff is let me check for you one moment caller that's the sort of information i have in my brochure it's about 50 feet down to the floor you can see a floor 
dotted with rocks and stalagmites poking up at you. Um, but it all sort of, you know, disappears into shadow. It's 50 foot from, from the top. And where, how far down is this roper? About six feet, five, six feet. It's in the, it's in the second square down the cliff face. Right. Um, and floaty person is floating, uh, with its feet level with, with the cliff. Yep. So it's sort of floated up into full view of you. That looks like it's used its actions to get to there. Uh, right. This thing rolls a five and another five i don't think that's going to hit i think you've been spared it basically tries to eat you it hits on class 12 is a miss is a miss well that is massively fortunate there's a thing in front of you purple it looks like a stalagmite stuck on the face of the cliff it's trying to eat you yeah yeah and it's got multiple tendrils two of which uh, are over the cliff and have grabbed hold of Grimbold. Okay. The rest are all thrashing around. Parker. So this creature on me, well, I think I will just do a produce flame at it. Right. It seems to be hurting them. You're next to it, so is that a range attack? Uh, oh, that's a good point. We need to check that. Right. It's a range attack. You can also attack with the flame, although doing so, you cast spells. Hurl the flame at a creature. Okay. Yes. No, okay, well then I will hit it with a shillelagh. Okay. Instead, um, rolling uh, an 8 for a third armor class 13. Uh, armor class 13 is a hit. Doing four, a lousy... points of, 4 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, 4 points of bludgeoning Bludgeoning? Four Bl- points of bludgeoning. Well, bludgeoning it, it will be bludgeoning if it's... Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, then that's... The yep. unarmed strike yep. uh, is a two hitting armor class eight. No, that is a miss, I'm afraid. It's a miss. Okay, well, there you go. You went a little, little. It, um, you went a little, little. It's... Uh, remember, it doesn't look as strong as the others. Weren't there two of them? Well, two were moving around, but only one has emerged. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, the one it's sure. holding back. Possibly. You're not really sure what's going on there. Um, let's move on to holding Cuthbert. Holding back the... Okay, Cuthbert. By the way, tonight's beer was once again um, Wiper and True, Kaleidoscope, Pale, and Ice Cold. Um, oh. Man alive. Hey, delicious. Dungeon um, fuel. <laughs> Cuthbert is going to move to Thar. Where's he's there? got a, a few things he Next can do. Sessions. He can, first of all, he's going to do a <clears throat> yep. second wind. Thank you. Uh, giving him 1d10 plus. So it's difficult ground, yeah? Yeah, he's, but he's got the move. He's got that movement. It's, that's his he's got move. the moves. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm just getting getting my. Uh, he's doing a second win, getting nine hit points back. Yeah. Uh, and then he's going to attack the Greeble in front. Front of him. Okay, this um, this yep. tree thing with twiglet thing. Yeah, the thing that's the attacking Cuthbert. Th- I mean, sorry, the thing that's attacking Grimbold. Yes, I'm yep. doing it with a plus one short sword. Okay. Oh, oh, hitting armor class fourteen. Rolling is an eight. Enough. Yeah, is enough. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Doing seven points de damage. Got it. Uh, I think you'll find that's it. 
That's it. Okay. Oh, of course, because the bonus action was used on your second win thing, so yes. whatever, or whatever it is that you're moving. Right, got it. Um, right, let's go to Burple. So, Burple, this thing. Mm. It's like... It's got a great big mouth, loads of tendrils. It's got you grabbed. It looks like it's going to try and eat you. Uh, let's talk about the restrained condition and the grappled condition, because this is important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so, you I don't have any disadvantage, basically. Yes. I can cast spells, though. You can. I, I mean, I, yeah. With my spell, with my verbal component. Um, and does it actually say that you can't cast spells? Or no, does it? It doesn't. Let's make sure, shall we? It's probably wise. I mean, it doesn't say so. At least it doesn't say so under grappled. Um, nor under restrained. Nor under restrained. So I think you only need one hand free to perform the somatic uh, elements of a spell. I'm going to be nice. Let's see how you do. What are you going to do? It's a somatic component. It's only a well, verbal component. Oh, well, then you're fine. I'm whispering to it. Oh, dissonant I'm whispers. Dissonant whispers. So can I have a wisdom save? DC 13, please. Uh, wisdom save DC what, sorry? 13. Rolls a 9. Let's check that wisdom save. I think it's going to have failed. It fails. Okay, so it takes, firstly, 4d6 points of damage. What? 4d6 points of damage. So it takes yeah. Roll 15 damage. points of damage. Nice. 15 points of damage. Okay, let me and just get that. And then it's going to run away? Yes. Right, how does that work? Talk to me about the running away. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so I'll tell you what it says, but yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, quite yeah. what it that's means. That's good enough. Yeah, that's okay, fine. so on a failed save, it takes damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. The creature doesn't move into obvious dangerous ground, such as a fire or a pit. On a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and yep. doesn't have to move. Yeah, okay. We have to have a think about this. It seems to me... Yes. Seems to me too. That <laughs> there are complications around this. Yes. I think I think the point is, it's, you know, you it's scared of you. melody and only one creature can hear, racking it with terrible pain. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it basically wants to get away from me as much as possible. There is right. an obvious Problem way it that. could do that. Yes, exactly. Uh, or it could... onto the ledge. <laughs> Well, see, the other thing is, it could... So if it moves away from you, but retains a hold of you, it's not moving away from you. So it's got to let go of you. Right. That's the issue. Yes. Yes. But maybe it doesn't want to... Well, it then it uh, probably doesn't want to do that. It doesn't yeah. want to do anything, but you've just made it with your dissonant yes, nonsense. I Either uh, way. If I was... I mean, I, I'm tempted to sort of... Uh, either it moves away from you, but it's so stupid. You see, I've got another thought, which is that it just holds you away from it. And Right? These tentacles are 50 feet long. Yeah. So it could move away from you as fast as it possibly could and leave you where you're standing without letting go of you. That's really the question. The question is, is it terrified of you? As in, is it like, runs away from you, would let go of you? Or is it's it... not like, terrified. It's racked with terrible pain. It's racked with terrible pain. <sighs> What are we going to do here? Well, this is something that the rules had not DM. imagined. I know, I know. Uh, we're going to roll. It's always the, the answer. We're going to roll the d6. On a 1 or a 2, it retains hold of you, but moves away from you as far as it can. Yep. 
So it'll basically leave you where you are, or maybe even extend its tendril away from it and move away from you. It just doesn't want to be near you, but it's not going to let you go. That is kind of the ideal outcome for you. Is it? Well, three or a four, it lets go of you. Yeah. Um, and moves away. Yeah. Five or a six. Well, what, when it, oh, hang on. So, so yeah. let go. It lets it go. So fall. I fall. Yes. And it moves away. What? Well, where? Up onto the top? Or? Well, I, it would probably just move away from. I mean, it's. Let's have a look at the intelligence of this thing. It's quite intelligent. I think you're going to find. Is it quite intelligent? It has an intelligence of. Well, it's got an intelligence of seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a. It's not a jellyfish, but it's, but it's. Yeah, it's somewhere in the Boris Johnson. It's sort of more of a sort of Dominic Raab. Grant Shapps area of intelligence. <laughs> what would Grant Shapps always? It's always a really. They see this is the thing. We've talked ourselves into a corner, and all we really needed to say was, "What would Grant do?" What <laughs> What Grant would do is it's, Grant uh, would Grant would would hold on to you and run away from you, and then realise when he'd run away from you that he was still with you, and go. <laughs> That's what Grant would do. Yeah. Um, I think he's probably gonna. Well, so one or two, it holds on to you but moves away. Three, four, it lets go of you and moves away. Five, six, it just lets go of you and stays where it is. Because okay. it's got two tendrils in play with Grimbold that it doesn't want to unhook. Here we go. Uh, running a d6. Remember what getting, uh, Yeah, one or two, it's the good one. It moves away from you but leaves you where you are. So it moves. It's, you, it takes its reaction. Uh, I guess you'd have an attack of opportunity, but I don't know that that's relevant. Have you have a reaction left, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, it would I move in its go, would it? Or... No, it, means, yeah, you know, it uses, uses its reaction. reaction to move, so it moves now, mm. right? Um, yeah. It can only move 10 feet, by the way. <laughs> it's incredibly <laughs> slow. So it moves 10 feet away from you. Yeah. 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 And it and it extends its tendril or leaves you where it is, paying out tendril in order to keep you at a distance. Therefore, you don't fall 55 feet, which arguably would have be would be really really not good, leaving yeah. you alone at the bottom of the chasm in the chasm of the weird floaty monster. The chasm of the weird floaty monster. I I'm suppose. Not sure any of them are particularly good. None of them. None of them are great. Anyway, as it happened, that could have been worse. Um, do you want? Do you have a weapon to hand? Yeah. Do you want an attack of opportunity on it? Can I get an attack of opportunity on it? Cut the tendril. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can you uh, do that if you're restrained to take reactions? Um, it doesn't. Does it say you can't do that? Oh, we're really uh, just absolutely. Well, this is the rules. Yeah, it doesn't say you can't. in the rules lab with Dan and Mike. Yeah. Right. It doesn't say you can't. It doesn't say you can't. So yeah, you can. I mean, do you threaten a square if you're restrained? I think you can, just a disadvantage. Just a disadvantage, right. So um, so I'll have a hit on it. Uh, yeah, go for it. Plus five. Yes. So uh, hit number one, hit, oh, I'll just roll 2d20 and see what comes up. A one. <laughs> a one comes Well, <laughs> that one rather puts pay to all other speculation. Yeah, it does. That's kind of the end, as it were. (laughs) Push it through your own leg. That would be. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now you. Okay, well, worry. You've used your round anyway. That's it. You're done. Let's move on to Grimbold. Grimbold, you are seized by two of these things. Um, Sorry, what are the rules for breaking a grapple again? Uh, Let's go to. I will tell you that now. Athletics or or athletics versus is uh let's have a look at that bit 
Um, and it's an action to do it. Yep. I can use athletics or acrobatics, acrobatics. against yep. its athletics. Okay. Acrobatic, uh, athletics. So, got, so it's a it's a it's a it's an opposed role, right? Mm. And it's an action. It's not a move. So action. basically, I make a strength check. Oh, I don't, yeah, my strength is strength brackets athletics against your either strength athletics or dexterity acro acrobatics. Acrobatics. Yeah. Got it. Well, it's um, got, I think it might have a fixed DC actually. Uh, I think it's. Oh, it does. I have a fixed DC. Okay. Oh, that's much worse for you guys. Right. Okay. Damn. But does it? I mean, it. <laughs> it's not fifty foot away from me. It hasn't moved, I suppose. It can only move 20 feet. Mm. Does it look like it's going to be difficult to break 10 free? 10 feet. It can only move 10 feet. Sorry. So what? Does it look difficult to break free? Uh, make... Well, I've broken free of one of them so far. What's... I was grappled by two. It's a difficult one. I mean, yes, it does mm. look difficult. I mean, if we're doing the tiered DCs, like what the number represents, I think the number that you need would be classed as kind of difficult, challenging... Yeah. So 15... Probably. Uh, and do I think I can uh, uh, attack the tentacles with my weapon? With that? Yes, you do. Uh, right. Okay, I think I might just attack. It's disadvantage, isn't it? You're at disadvantage, yep. Okay, well, I've got a shadow blade in one hand and a dagger in the other, so I'm going to stab. A tentacle. A tentacle. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's get the thing up. How many tentacles are on you? Two. Two. Did they both wrap around me? or? Yep. Hmm. How do I know this? Because you wrote it down. Because I listened to the end of the show. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I have to say, I have to say, I listened to the end of last week, this afternoon, doing my prep for tonight, and it was just like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise it was that bad. Well, I'd forgotten yeah, about Grimble being grabbed twice. The Shadow Blade. I'm yes. Gonna, yes. 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 So it does two d8 psychic damage. Well, you going Does right. that mean it's actually going to be able to cut the tentacle, or is it going to do psychic just, damage on its? Let's not overthink damage. it. If you there's a rule about how much damage you need to do to a tentacle to make it go away, and if you do that much damage, it goes away. Okay. Yeah. I will strike it with the shadow blade. Yeah. The first okay. roll is a. Unless it's psychic damage, of course. Twenty. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, a ten. An armor class ten is a miss. Uh, well, I miss it's that. so easy. Those that tens and twenties get very. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Actually, no. So. Uh, Ashley. Yeah. Who's Ashley? Okay. Actually. Okay. And the uh, dagger. Bluefin dagger. So the first roll is a, a twenty. Twenty-one. Twenty-one is a hit. How much damage? And the other one, because I'm attacking disadvantage. Oh, it's cocked, isn't it? No, it's three. What's <laughs> okay? The the previous roll was worse than the one you've just re-rolled. What have you just done? Oh, let me see. Look, cocked to me. Yeah. He rolled a three, decided it was cocked, re-rolled and rolled no, a two. No, from my, from my <laughs> point of view, it looked like a 19 or a three. It, it didn't. Did, it did. It says in the side, though. Did it? Oh, I didn't see. I've got it covered up. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. The side bit, side excuse panel me. covered up with the initiative panel I didn't see. Yeah. I was cleaning it and it went off. <laughs> it, it did look cocked. Look. I should have done a green. I'm screenshot. sorry. I thought it was. I thought it was. Should have done a screenshot. Put it on Facebook. <laughs> it did. You should look have cold. just. You should have paid. Any. It doesn't matter because you missed. Uh, uh, oh God! Can I try and now move? Well, you can attack, or you can use your action to try and escape. You can't do both. I think is the rules in it, like the rules written by the people. You have a speed not, of zero. Not, you I have a speed zero. of zero. Because <sighs> you're restrained. Because you're a strange. 
person. Uh, yes. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter because Sessions is going to free you. Yeah. Mm. I'm, um, Any second now. I mean, he has to really because otherwise you're going to be dragged over the cliff. Very soon. I don't think I've got anything to pull out. Dan's thinking, oh, that would be good because then I've got a 50 50 uh, chance. I don't think I've got anything that's going to help me. No. Just slightly out of actions. Have you got any kind of bonus actions or mm. no no I don't think so oh dear session zeeper yeah that didn't sound confident <laughs> it's not <laughs> <laughs> um come on Graham I'm relying on you <laughs> if you how many hit points is Grumbled on out of how many 24 out of 30 okay well, you could top up his hit points to give him as long as possible, Johnny, uh, Graham, when he gets dragged over the edge into the maw of the beast. Yeah. And you've got a crushing coin. You could yeah. crush against this. Mm -hmm. problem, is, problem is, in my position, even if I do did somehow manage to kill it, I have a 55-foot drop <laughs> ahead of yeah. me. Yeah. What is 55 feet? It's, f uh, it's 50 feet, which is 5d6. I think it's first 40. Uh, yeah, no, I think that it's 50. First 10 foot doesn't count, does it? So it's, so it's 45 feet. So it's 4d6, which is four, three and a half. So it's, it's an average of about 14, 15 points of damage. Mm. I know what I'd do. Is Dan still held? Yes. Dan is still held. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. It decided to not let go of him, but just to go, move away from him while holding on to him. An odd decision, but one that basically stopped Dan having to fall 55 feet. We're doomed. We've still got this bug-eyed thing. You've got the bug-eyed thing. Well, it's not bug-eyed. It's blind, but it's got eyes sewn onto its uh, weird blind face. In it's fact, I should like, give yeah. Grimble. You're looking in that direction. Don't worry. It's not a bad thing. And Burple as well. Give me um, give me a uh, intelligence checks. Intelligence or perception? Uh, intelligence checks. It's You, you can see the thing. It's whether or not you register what the thing means. Ten. No, nothing. Purple? Twelve. Twelve. No, nothing. Okay, fine. Uh, right, back to session. Sorry, we distracted ourselves from your round. Yeah. So if I do my uh, word of radiance, can I then damage each of the tentacles or only the... There's only a... Okay, one very... Uh, to put, the creature. Uh, I do understand. Uh, it, it's the creature. Yeah. yeah. So you can specifically target the tendrils with a weapon attack. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's a rubbish. Um, each tendril can be attacked. Well, yeah. hold up. Actually, each tendril can be attacked. That's a very good question. I don't think they've thought this one through because they don't know. I, I think I'm going to. It's going to be. It's a creature. Each creature that you can see. So the tendrils. Yeah, are it's the creature. Okay, 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 okay. So you can. Uh, yeah. You see. Yeah. Doesn't really help on the tendril squishing. Um, no, it doesn't. No. Okay. I think what I'm going to do. I'm going to summon the crushing coin. It's already summoned. Oh, is it? In that case, I'm going to send it careering back at the one that's right next to all of us. The, so you're bringing it back to attack the Twiglet that's on Cuthbert and Grimbold and you? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Not it's a tendril. Hit. Yeah, not a tendril. Uh, rolling a natural Ooh. 20. Oh, a natural 20. You've got a decision to make. Would you like to go for a gamble? you want to gamble on trying to get on a critical card, or do you want to just go for the double damage? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I think... I'm going for it. You You're going to go for it. So you need to make a you need to make a standard hit with the crashing coin, the crashing coin against this thing. Rolling oh, rolling a twelve, six. I think. Twelve is a uh, armor class eleven. It's a hit. Oh. Oh. 
excellent. Actually, I only got 11, so it's still a hit. <laughs> okay, well, you know, just, yeah. So one of those, just start high, yeah, bracket the target, try and work out what I need. Open your card, what does it say? Okay, uh, spells, I guess, are the bottom one. Resistance mm -hmm. is futile, maximum damage. And if the target is resistance, this type of damage, it loses resistance for one minute. Is it, though? Is it what? Is it spell damage, or is it it's force damage from being hit by this I, this thing? Oh, okay. What which is that? what bludgeoning? Which is bludgeoning? I think you get to pick between bludgeoning or spell. Which do you prefer? Uh, well, I wonder, I wonder You're thumping it with an object. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's really bludgeoning damage. I suppose you could make the argument that it's force damage. So you could say it was spell, but it's up to you. Uh, bludgeoning, weapon. Well, bludgeoning would be wrap on the knuckles, double damage. So you probably want the spell one, which is maximum damage, right? Uh, but it's only one single maximum damage, isn't it? Oh, I see what you mean. Well, so you either rolled... <laughs> so you're going to have to gamble again. You're, either, you're going to roll and double or take single max. I think we'll roll and double. Okay, I'll so bludgeoning twice. damage. Yeah, go for it. So the damage would be eight on the first dice. Yes. Two on two the second dice. Ten tw plus twenty three, points I think of it's. twenty points of damage. Oh, plus oh, another three. How does it become twenty points of damage? Sorry, eight and two. Oh, it's ten. And then you double. Do you? No, you're rolling the. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm being stupid. Ten points of damage plus three, so fifteen in total. Thirteen in total. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's worth. Some of those understood how that was working. Yeah, it looks stunning. Well, basically, both of these creatures that you're fighting in the entranceway of this chamber with the cliff in look about equally unwell. Uh, and then there's the one creature that Parker's sort of fighting a rearguard action against, who looks also fairly beaten up. And you, you think that you're really definitely kind of putting pay to these guys. Anyway, what else are you going to do? I wanted to get into its square, which I failed to do. Um, ah. So. Yeah, I don't think there's a gap to squeeze. You, I think moving through Grimble, okay, so there's, there's a I gap. Will, uh, I will try uh, toll the dying on the one in front of the same one. The same one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, with your action, it's a wisdom yeah. thirteen. It's a wisdom save DC thirteen. Uh, okay, it's not. It really hasn't got a good wisdom saving throw. Let's see how it does. It rolls, rolls a twenty. <laughs> rolls a twenty and saves against your spell. I'm very sorry. Okay. I'm not sorry. That's me down. Okay, it's the bad guys. Where should we start? Let's start with Parker. Uh, this thing is going to uh, have a pop at you, Parker. Yep, it's just a thump with its axe. 14 for hitting armor class 19. Is a miss. Is a miss. Damn it. Down here, we've got the one that's on Cuthbert, Grimbold, and Sessions. It's going to go for one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, Grimbold, three, four, Sessions, four, six, uh, five, six. Cuthbert. Would it go for me? Because I'm food for the big creature. <laughs> You're trying to talk me into just attacking either Sessions or Cuthbert? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you might try not no, 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 right. you eat its feed into its maw. Mm. Yeah, tenderized. Sorry, right. I forget I said that. Okay. I, have to, I do note that when uh, one of them didn't attack Burple, who was captured last time, you were um, very annoyed that it wasn't going for Burple. Uh, so you'll sort of switch the argument around now that it affects you. Anyway, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, he never would have done that. Johnny wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. One, two, Burple. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's that really, that really would, that would be harsh on Burple, I think. Uh, one, two, Grimbold. Three, four sessions. Five, six, Cuthbert. D6 getting a two. Uh, it's Grimbold. <laughs> it's Grimbold. Oh, Grimbold. Why? Rolling a 16, hitting armor class 21. Yep. Doing a flat eight points of damage. Okay. Yep. The other one... What's it going to do? It can either step up and attack Grimbold or it can step up and attack Cuthbert. One to three Grimbold, four to six Cuthbert. Running a d6, getting a five, going for Cuthbert. It steps up into the square, which the clashing coin is uh, floating around in, and has a stab, at, well, a slash at Cuthbert with its wood axe, rolling an 18, hitting on class 23. Yep. Eight points of damage on Cuthbert. Wow. Okay, that's not good. No. That's really not good. No. Why? Oh, dear. How wounded are you, Cuthbert? Uh, trouble here. Cuthbert's uh, third down. Main thing is no, anyway. he's, no. Sorry, Cuthbert's about a half. Mm-hmm. Right, the creature on the cliff. It reels in Grimbold. That's the first thing that it does. Okay. Grimbold, I'm you're. A, I'm only a small morsel compared to Burple, I think. Yeah, but that's how it works, hungry. isn't it? You have the roll. Yeah, uh, you're hungry. You have the roll, and then you have like maybe a you bit of salmon on some whatever. Yeah, and then you know, no, and like then the you dessert. have, I'm and the then dessert. you have. I mean, there's a reason it's called Burple. It's because you burp after eating him. It's mm. not actually why it's called Burple. No, <laughs> it's called Burple because it sounds silly. We all Are know you it. suggesting that Grimbold is an amuse bouche? Let's say that Grimbold is. Yeah, Grimbold's an appetizer. Not. A not very appetizing. Not very tasty. Um... It's a volavant. <laughs> from the 70s. Yeah. He's a volavant from the 70s. He's a volavant yeah. from the 70s. No wonder. He's he's he hasn't ever been eaten since the yeah, 70s. He's a, he's a pineapple on a pineapple stick. and cheese stick. Anyway, whatever he is, he's uh, been grabbed and dragged by the thing. And the... Oh, hold up. I've got a decision to make, actually. He can probably only chew one of them in a round. He can only drag one of you. Uh, oh, no. The reel. The roper pulls each creature grappled by it. Yeah, it's uh, the chew. Uh, I think he can only do one. Okay. Uh, Grimbold, you don't make it all the way to the cliff edge. You would have done, but um, it can't drag you all the way because it's moved away from Burple. But it drags Burple to its uh, maw. Yeah. And it tries. I am dessert. It turns out that even though, yeah, uh, and it rolls. Oh, oh. no, oh dear. Gets oh, stuck I... in his teeth. <laughs> no, I think it just basically swallows him whole. It's not good for purple, but let's see. Um, you don't have luck or anything, Dan. Oh, we've got the uh, dice. I think they're on your rolls, I'm afraid. Okay, this isn't good. It's going to gamble. <laughs> Going to gamble. Ropers are notorious gamblers. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah. must have played against some a few times, Graham. Mm. So many hands are all over the, the place. Blackjack table. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah exactly. Four hands got like at the same eight. Time. You got eight. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to deal myself a card. Then you have to confirm the hit. Oh shit! I have to confirm the hit. Okay. Otherwise, it's just a normal hit. So let's just see what happens for purple. <gasps> And the eleven is armor class eighteen. Yes. Oh, okay. Eighteen is my armor class. Okay, here we go. So dealing the card. You never could be a drawback. You never know. Here's my card. I'm gonna miss purple. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna miss his singing. I'm gonna miss his singing. 
You're going to miss his singing. I'm not going the to miss The last thing singing. you're going to miss. Yeah. Okay. It's not good. And I've realized, by the way, that we missed something. What? I know you, have, you guys have to keep me honest. The main problem, the thing that we've forgotten, was Parker's bleed wound from the critical he took last time. That was the thing that made me go, oh shit, when I was listening back to the episode. Um, and it was oh. on his round. He's meant to take bleed damage, and he didn't. Parker, you have been spared. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Favoritism. So I've made a complete hash of uh, d d dealing these cards, so I can't work out how to make them work. All right, don't do it again. We had the discussion that I was going to do a heal, and that a heal would work. Yes. Yes, we did, but you didn't do a heal, because mm. you've, we, we all forgot. Okay, finally, I've managed to deal myself a card. Let's have a look at this card. It is... Ooh, it's a crunchy, crunchy... <laughs> it's eaty damage, isn't it, from the creature? Piercing. Piercing damage. Oh. Spells with a verbal component have a 50% chance of failing until you are healed. You have a split lip. That's what you got. Brilliant. <laughs> what? Just brilliant. Rubbish. Uh, I mean... Rubbish. Well, so no damage? Well, no, there's damage. Oh. You get you take normal damage, but that's the only critical effect. So the normal damage that you take... But that's so what, the spell what? that I'm using. <laughs> that's just <laughs> shit. <laughs> that is extremely the most shit. Obscure, the most obscure little effect, actually. Yes. Really shit. Extremely yes. lucky. Yes, that's that true. Sense. Okay, here we go. Doing uh, eight. Oh, uh, off. Ten. Ooh. Thirteen. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. Oh. 15 points of damage. So I'm healing 15 points of damage, yeah? <laughs> Very like that, yeah. Ooh, this is not looking good, man. This Does Purple live good. to sing another song? Well, let's move on to the creature. Mm. <laughs> We're, doomed. We're doomed. Sessions. Yes. And Cuthbert. Let's have a roll. One to three sessions, four to six Cuthbert. Cuthbert. Thank you. We knew Radiant that was going to happen. Radiant fire spears down from above you. Oh, really? It really does. Um, and it does the following thing to you, fire-wise. Can you make a dexterity save? DC 15, please. God. There's a flame strike. Well, you find out. I think we're in real trouble here. Yeah. Yep. And let's see what happens. I mean, yes, I think, obviously. I but... think we needed a full hit, a full rest. <laughs> when I say let's down. see what happens, I don't mean let's see what happens as in, you know, you know, there ain't no fate for what you make or anything like that. I mean, let's see what oh, happens man. as in, I'm going to really enjoy it. <laughs> I rolled uh, 19 plus 3, getting a 22. Thank you very much. Oh, piss. Okay, well, you take no damage. Thank you. And can Sesh... Everybody can see this thing. Sessions, Cuthbert, Grimbold, Burple, can they all make intelligence checks? Intelligence. These eyes are sort of moving independently, like chameleon eyes, 14. bathing the uh, bathing the chamber with the light from them. Oh, 15 for me, yeah. Okay, so there's two things that between you, you notice. The first thing is that it's moving its eye beams around the room, but it can't see you. It looks like it's 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 guessing, yes? Guessing based on noise. But it's neither of them have lighted on either of you yet, or any of you yet. The second thing is they look like they might be beholder eyes stitched onto its face. Luckily, the small ones, not the big one. Mm -hmm. um, and their little beams of light are kind of playing around in this chamber. And we move on to Parker, who must either heal himself or take bleed damage. Well, 
I think I will heal myself. I do have... Let me just check that I have a heal left. How wounded does this Spells. Roper look? I do. I do have a How much damage one. did you do on it? Oh, okay, here we go. Um, 15. So I will do a cure wounds on myself. Quarter, maybe. Not very, Dan. No. I mean, a two for four points of healing. Does that also then get rid of this it does. effect? Yeah, okay. it does. I'm ruling that it does. There's nothing in the, on the card about it, but that seems to be ridiculous. So you cast a healing spell, that ends the bleed damage, and mm -hmm. you've got away with it last round, Cross but you get four hit points back. Yep. Do you want to do anything else? I don't think I can. You're all done? It's no, me done. Cuthbert? This man with all the eyes is Gralic Kerr, isn't it? Who's yes. Gralic Kerr, we all say. He's the equivalent of Feldrick. Who's Feldrick? He's <laughs> kind of like them. He's remembering <laughs> them. Am I the only one? Yes. Well, you listen yeah. to it more often than the rest of us. So, my first thought is, Parker and Sessions, is should we just get out of here? You know, Grimbold oh. and Burper are, I'm afraid to say. They are unfortunately kind of relatives. You feel you ought to try. Yeah. Yeah. At my least cousin. for another round. <laughs> <laughs> Six seconds, that's what it turned you. Yeah? Blood is thicker than water. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, but I don't know. I mean, it's I mean, it's a close call thing, isn't it? No. Hang on, are there two of them up there? Yeah, there are. The crushing coins on top of one. Yeah. Just put it there yeah, there are, two, there are two twiglet creatures on you, yeah. Well, in which case, I will do um, plus one short sword on the one immediately to the south of me. Mm-hmm. Rolling, oh, uh, rubbish! Yeah. Just running rubbish. Use your oot dice. Now might be the time. Yeah, I could. Have I got? Have I got one of those? Yes. Everybody all gets all one oot dice a session. You get to re-roll a d20 roll after you know what the number is and add a d6. Uh, okay. I think that is exactly what I will do. Okay. So you're re-rolling, re-rolling, and you're adding a d6 and adding a d6 to it. 10. So that's um, 11. 17. Is a hit. God, for that. So that's plus one short sword damage doing... Plus one what? what? The plus one sword sword? Those big painkillers <laughs> are really <laughs> kicking in off the ball now. <laughs> They're really good. Plus one sword sword. Pass me another sock. It's... <laughs> 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 How much damage? Six points of damage. Okay, it looks deeply unwell, this thing. And then I'm going to do a rapier. Mm -hmm. Hitting oh, arm class 23. Is a hit. Doing brilliantly 11 points of damage it's on it. Dead! Yeah. I think you're done. Okay. Done. That's just one of the little guys. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's really, but it's yeah, really yeah. annoying, Paul. It's really <laughs> not very exciting. It's, but it's I'm one less. Die. Yeah, it is one less. That's true. I'm not trying to diss your attempts. No, no, no. It's fine. Doesn't merit a, a, a round of applause. Sorry, right. I beg your pardon. I shouldn't have. Was that you, Johnny? Who yeah, things there. are desperate. Though. Was it? Oh, wow. No, it was. God. It was. I'm very, very he, grateful. He didn't clap himself. I. I yeah. Okay. Well, wow. he couldn't. Can't. I mean, there's the sock. There's the hand. Anyway. <laughs> he's so he's seeing double. He couldn't even clap his hands together if he wanted. Yeah. Burple. What? It's your go, Burple. Yeah. Really great set of choices. I have. <laughs> oh yeah. You've got the split. 
I got the fucking spell <laughs> I've got two spells there. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I mean, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is just fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's just like... Ay, 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 ay. If, for how long does this last? This... What, the effect? Yes. I can't remember. I'm going to say it's a... I think until I think it was until you finish a long rest, so a long time. So a cure is not going to fix it. I've recalled the cards, so I don't know how I would look. Oh, the I can cure, look. Cure, which of course has a viral component. Oh yeah, well then okay, so that's not good. Surely, if a heal fixes a deep bleed, well no, but bleed damage uh, traditionally in D and D Pathfinder whatever is is uh, arrested by a heal spell. That's and it's that wasn't a critical damage. That was oh it was critical damage. I'm sorry, but. That, that's an, that's an easier judgment call. This is less easy. I think it was uh, until you finish a long rest. Do you not have the card to hand? I can find it. Okay. Shall we check? Would you mind while I'm going to think, ponder what I'm going to do? Um, I'm going to yeah. talk in a very stern way. And I'm going to say, now listen here, you naughty thing. No, I'm going to. Uh, so I could I could try and break the grapple. I could try and attack one of the tentacles at disadvantage. I could mm -hmm. try and cast a spell effectively at disadvantage. Actually, it is at disadvantage. Literally at disadvantage. Yeah, it's going to be a disadvantage whatever happens there anyway. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So... Give me a moment. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. If I break the grapple, it, it, is there any chance that I won't fall? Just look, but let me concentrate on this, right? And okay. then we can get into it. Otherwise, I'm never going to be able okay. to do both. Okay. God, some of these are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> one of the most I just read was how did I get here you forget the last 1d12 days here we go split lip yeah ah, that one Dan no 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 the news is good spells with a verbal component have a 50% chance of failing 50% chance of failing so you can still do them until you are healed it's all good I mean yeah. it's, it's all better it's still awful it's awful it's awful but it's better it's a 50% chance of it's failing still yeah, yeah, but even how so. The, okay, how does the Roper sense? Does it have uh, eyes? It... Yeah, I think it's got eyes. Yeah, it's got eyes. Yeah. So it was out of sight when it grabbed me. Uh, no, it was uh, over the edge of the cliff when it grabbed you and Grimbold. Right. But you couldn't see that bit. And then since it's grabbed you both, it then went over the edge with its 10-foot move, which is why it's so close to the top. <sighs> Sorry. That, that had been thought about. I mean, I, I've got one spell left and do 4d8 points of damage. Do we have enough to kill it? No, I've done 15 points. I did 4d6. Well, it's quite a, you know, it's like a, must have a, a challenge rating of 7 or something, a Roper. 8. Those numbers are, are high, Johnny. It's number of hit points. Basically, I can do, I can do a Thunderclap, which has a som somatic component only. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, but it only does 1d6. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. So, 50% chance of doing 1d6. No, it's got a somatic component, so it will do. It's oh, I see. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has yep. a save. I could do my. I could do another one of those um, dissonant whispers, but that has a 50% chance of failing, and it also gets a save. Yes. I have 17 hit points left, which basically is mm. probably not enough to survive another round of. It trying to eat me. But Graham might might come up and do a heal on both of us. Hopefully, I don't know. It's possible. You're trying to, see what I'm thinking is I could try, I could try 
um, breaking the grapple. I think we're just just gonna, still going to get more tentacles after us. Why don't we just attack it? Yeah, but it's 50 foot up. How long are these tentacles? 50 foot? Tentacles are 50 foot long. You think, well, certainly they reached you easily in the uh, entrance to the chamber. Are you in one or two tentacles, Dan? I'm in one. Dan's in one. So if I do that and I survive the fall, I could move out of its range. Yes. But then I'm faced with the blind uh, hearing guy with the... Blind floating. Floating with the beholder eyes. Yeah. Stone to his face. Yes. Uh, and that's assuming that I survived the fall in the first place. And then I couldn't really heal myself or be healed by anybody else. There's a 50% chance that when I try and heal myself, it fails. So my choices are pretty shit. So I'm kind of... Let's try and help the rest of the party and see if we attack. can move it a bit closer to death. Yeah. So then, do I attack at disadvantage or do I use a spell at disadvantage? But if it's the spell requires... An, if it, The thing about a spell that doesn't require an attack roll is that disadvantage is irrelevant. If it's a right. saving throw... There is a saving throw, yeah. Yeah. So you balance Save that. So dis dissonant whispers, there's no attack roll. So there's no disadvantage, but there's a 50% chance it fails. That's about no, the same. No, it, it, it's at yeah. So that's true. It's not a disadvantage. That's right. Oh, it's not a disadvantage. Oh, well, I'll do that. Sorry, thank you. Because it's yeah, not I, an attack roll. You're not making a roll. You can you can't you can't be at disadvantage if you don't roll the d20. No, but there's a fifty percent chance that the roll. Yeah, fails yeah, no, I do, absolutely. Fails. Yeah, yeah. There's a fifty percent chance that the spell will fail, but you've got to balance that against the fact that anything you do require requiring an attack roll is a disadvantage, including a spell. No, but. Okay, so, but this, I have limited spells left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it with my sword. Okay, well, that's a disadvantage. Yeah, well, my, I have a 50% chance that my spell will fail as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it, you don't know. sorry, the spell failure? Yes. Is a 50% chance, or did you say? 50%. 50 so when you, if you cast a spell with a somatic component, you roll a d100. Yes. And then you decide whether it's 0 yeah, to 50 yeah. it works, or 1 to 50 it works, sorry, or whatever. Sorry, everybody, for being really slow. I'm going to try and attack it. Okay. Uh, and maybe use my last uh, psychic blades if I hit. Right, so uh, hitting at disadvantage at plus 5. This is a bad idea. It's just not going to work. Okay, so first, uh, first one... It's armor class <laughs> seven. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck it. Is that a hit? <laughs> I'm going to use my oort dice. Yes. I'm going to re-roll that. Yes, you're sure? Okay. Well, what else? Uh, can I use it on something that's done to me? No. Right. You can use it on a saving throw. No, but you can't use it on somebody else's attack roll, no. I can't use it to... Right, okay. Oort reaches down. So I may as well. Oort can reach. Well. He reaches around, actually. So that's a... Uh, Not he. It. 11, 12, 17. Oh, my God, 17. Is a you miss. You've got to roll your second hit. And you've yeah, still got to roll a second miss. It doesn't matter because it's a miss. 17 is a miss. Yes, the, what we couldn't discuss there was its armor class. Is is out of my league, even if I wasn't attacking at disadvantage. But even... It's out of our class. Um, even with the element I of surprise, she's out of our class. Anything else that I can do? No, I don't. Okay. Gribbledy dimbledy do. Right. Um, I, I, I want to do a chromatic orb. Can I see it? No. It's... Oh, but I can see its tentacle. Yes. 
you can target the tentacle with a chromatic orb. You can target one tentacle with a chromatic orb. If you use a, if you do a twin spell, you can target both. Okay, then you can. Can you target the the guy with the eyes? Target the guy with the eyes. Yeah, Gralak Kerr. Gralak Kerr. But I'm just about to be eaten by a thing. Well, no, you've only got fifty percent chance of being eaten this round. Uh, if someone to, else deals with the roper, then I'll I'll fire it at him then. Yeah, but it, he's also gonna. It can only eat either you or Dan. But but is someone gonna? Presumably you and Cuthbert are gonna help with the roper. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sooner or later. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I'll do the chromatic orb. <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how many times have I heard that before? Never. Lots of times. You can see it if you really want to go for the Roper. This combat gets much, much better the more beer that I drink. Right, I'm going to... So I'll, I'll take the wise, wise words of Graham. I'll go for the, mm. uh, the, the, the horrible guy with the eyes. Um, so it's a range attack. Um, um, we're strained, yes. so it's going to be a disadvantage. Yes. I'm doing it. It's a second level spell. What yes. do you reckon? Acid? Don't ask me. It's not going to be any acid. I think it's normally normally acid's a good choice, isn't it? Okay, acid. Uh, acid. I'll probably use it, have to use an ore dice if I... Yeah. First okay. roll is a... Oh, a one. <laughs> but that doesn't matter because I'm a hobbit, which I keep forgetting. I'm allowed to re-roll ones. Oh, yes. Oh, okay, go for it. Yeah, so the, I'm uh, rolling a... Um, 17. 17. Plus that. 6. That is a hit. Okay, that and then hit. the other roll, because I'm rolling at disadvantage, yeah. is a... 19. 19. So you have hit, Grimbold. You've hit this Great. thing. Yeah, well done. Okay, so I'm With a chromatic four points of acid damage. Four dice of acid damage. Yep. A dramatic orb. Uh, 19. 19 points of acid damage. That is significant. It reels this thing and hisses and fixes its face upon you. Not literally, because it's too far away. But it... it it, its head whips round in the direction of where it senses that that damage has come from. Yep. Can Are you going to do anything move, else? Well, if I move can't five move, foot... No. You can't move. Well, can You've move got a speed of zero. No, you've got a speed can't of zero. Move towards it. Nope. Okay. All right. That's my go. Uh, session Zeeper. Right. Um, shall we go? Run away. Yeah, it's just... Go the other direction. I won't forget that suggestion, Paul. You've set, you put it out there now. You you can't take it back. Mm. You've said it now. I won't forget that slime ball. <laughs> okay. Um. So the roper is invisible. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not Where invisible, but it is not visible to you because it's over the edge of the cliff. Your the roper is five foot. It, well, the roper is in the second square down the cliff face. Right. So it's in the. It's somewhere between five and ten feet down, as is purple. Here's the thing. If I can see the tentacles, but I can't see the roper, can I target the tentacles with my Toll the Dead spell? Does Toll the Dead say that you have to be able to... They all say a creature. Is it a creature you can see or a creature within range? You can see within range. Uh, I'm going to say that you can see the the, the creature. The point right. here is that you centre your... Yeah effect upon the creature right you can see the tent mm, you can see the tentacles they go over the edge of the cliff does it say a creature you can see within range yes it does that's exactly that i don't think that's possible you can you can target okay then and i don't I'll think you can target i don't think you can target a tentacle either okay i will target with the toll the dying 
We'll tell the dead. The um the thing. The eyeball creature then. Granak. Granak. Granak Kur. is the um the yeah. crazed priest of the Grey Woodsman who has been feeding these visions to the other. Priest, brilliant. Okay, well uh, wisdom um, mm -hmm. it has a it has a DC tolerable 13. wisdom save, yep. DC what? Thirteen. DC thirteen. It rolls a an eight. Ooh. Oh, and fails by one. Mm. So Shit! You'll only annoy it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you, you, you put me off. You see that that only annoy. Uh, I only get two. Two. Is that it? Yeah. Double damage. Um. Well, that's the problem with the big range single dice. Yeah. And then I will. I will bound the crushing coin towards my hapless colleague. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can... It, it doesn't get up, but it can get up. So oh, I see. It can't quite make round. it. I can't attack this round, but I can right. move it 20 feet close. It's party time. <sighs> first things first. Let's deal with Grimbold and Purple. Grimbold, you're reeled in by this creature, dragged over the edge of the cliff. Yeah. Uh, and it must decide which of you it's going to try and eat. One to three, purple. Four to six, Grimbold. Ready? Four to six, Grimbold. Yes. <laughs> so oh. much sort of love in this place. At advantage, it try it tries to bite you, Grimbold. Yep. First attack. I'm going to miss Grimbold. Yeah, you might, actually. Uh, first attack hits armor class. <gasps> 18. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay, so you take the following damage. Ready? Yeah. Uh, you take uh, four plus. I'm just rolling these d8. Six, eleven, thirteen points of damage. Okay. Munches away at you. Three hit points left. Okay. Up here in the. Sorry, up here. That's not very useful. Back with Parker. Uh, miles away from the action. This other <laughs> creature is going to have a stab at you, Parker, or a slash at you with its wood axe. <sighs> Rolling a one. Uh, that's the end of that for that creature. Uh, in the chamber entrance, this creature that's fighting Cuthbert and Sessions, it steps up. And it's going to make a decision between Sessions and Cuthbert. One to three, it attacks Sessions. Four to six, it attacks Cuthbert. We know how this is going. One to three, oh. it attacks Sessions. We don't like that. Rolling to attack Sessions. Rolling a d20, hit, getting an eight, hitting arm class. Uh, 13 is a miss. Is a miss. Damn it. Finally, Gralak. Cur. Gralak floats gently towards you, Sessions and Cuthbert. He passes the cliff edge and alights in the chamber proper. Yep. Purple and Grimbold, you see him just glide over your head. Uh, he utters a, an incantation, holds his arms out wide, and he is surrounded suddenly by whirling spirits. They look like you know what the Grey Woodsman looks like Sessions and Cuthbert. You went mm -hmm. to school. They look like uh, aspects of the Grey Woodsman. Uh, the, uh, floating uh, spectral trailing figures holding axes that are whirling around Gralak uh, in a cloud. And we'll move on to Parker. Right, let's see if I can finish this guy off. Let's see if I can finish this guy off and run away. <laughs> so open up the rear, yes. Well, join the main action, hopefully. So the first one is a fifth, uh, an 11 hitting armor class 
15. It's a hit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Solid hit. Yeah. Five points of damage. Yeah. Still alive? Yeah, still alive. Looks. Unarmed I mean, strike. Oh, the first one. It's a three hitting armor class seven. Is a miss. You want to use your orc dice? No. Okay. Um, we move on to Cuthbert. What's happening? There's two things Cuthbert can do. One is he can try and remember all the details of the scrolls and try and piece them together into some kind of statement to make to Gralic Kerr. Or he can just hit something, which yeah. I think is much more sensible. So the um, plus one sword of the East Wind, the uh, thing in front of him, the triglet hitting arm clock 16. It's a hit. So that is going to do a total of seven points of damage. It looks very unwell. And then the rapier... Oh, I forgot about the rapier. Oh, well, there you go then. It's hitting a 20. You're going to take the double or you're going to gamble? Well, I'm going to take the double. A wise decision. So I'm going to do that one first. <laughs> Actually, you rolled a one. <laughs> Which is a run for five. Do I get to roll it again or do I double that? You don't need to worry because five is enough. You have destroyed it. Excellent. It is dead. It withers. It, it, it withers. turns into a potted plant. Excellent. And... Is that it, or do you want to move? And then I'm going to move up towards Gralica. Okay, so he's surrounded by this whirling cloud of sort of spectral aspects of the Grey Woodman. Ah, okay. They're whirling around up to about 15 feet away from him. So, okay. actually up to about 10 feet from you. I, that doesn't mean you can't run up to him. No, no, in which case I'm just going to move a bit further forward. Okay, a bit, bit less further forward than that, I would recommend. If you're trying to stay out of the cloud, you've moved too far yes. for too much. Okay. Burple. What? <laughs> it's your round. Burply boots. I'm going to try and break the grapple. Attack the thing. You're going to try and break the grapple. Okay, so you're going to be doing so. Now, hold up. I've got a question for Graham, because Graham is the rules master. Is breaking the grapple done as disadvantage no it's not an attack and that's what it says right it says attacking is a disadvantage we're 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 happy about that attack rolls against the creature have advantage and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage the creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws it's quite specific things that are affected yeah okay fine go for it unless makes perfect sense to me i just wanted to make sure that 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 some Unless it's the de breaking the grapple is a dexterity saving throw. Like, it's it. not a dexterity saving throw. No, no, no. It's an opposed check, or it's a, it's a, it's just a standard check. It's not even an opposed check. Off you go. Do it. I mean, <laughs> obviously you've got to roll the dice as well, which is a problem. I should have, I should have saved my ought dice for this. Anyway, let's try it. Oh, fifteen is enough. Right now, let's talk about what happens. Okay, so you're free of the grapple. Yeah. I'm not going to rule that you plunge to the ground because it's not necessarily implied that you've let go. You could free yourself from this tendril but still be holding on to it, for example, should you so wish. Or you could make a play for trying to grab hold of the cliff face. Or you could determine that the best thing to do would be to let go and fall. It's up, absolutely up to you. I don't know. I okay. don't know either. Also, I'm, I'm worried about attacks of opportunity as well, but we'll get into that. So I'm in. I'm technically in base to base with this thing. You're technically you are in. Yeah, you're in, you're threatened by this thing. You're in the in an adjacent five foot square. Yeah, and also you're with its tendril, right? So yeah, you can either let go, make a make a go for grabbing onto the cliff face, or you could free yourself from the tendril, but 
maybe albeit briefly, but be still holding on to it. I, it's no longer kind of wrapped around you. I'm just thinking the safest place currently is at the bottom. Yeah. If I survive the fall. Yeah, the fall is the issue. Average on a D6 is three and a half. So you're looking at 14 points average. Yeah. But average is, you know, I'm rolling my blue dice. However, so, yeah. However, it's how far how far down are we if we're 40 foot up or 50 foot you're up. 45 sorry you're 55 feet up we'll ignore the first 10 feet which makes it 45 we round down to make it 40 for the purposes of damage so it's 46 so if i move 10 foot if i climb 10 foot down but you need to climb oh hold up i'm going to allow tarzan stuff you're on the end of this tendril this tendril is 50 foot long right you technically could be holding on to it. Yeah. I think some some rolls are going to be required for for you to pull off what you might be able to pull off. But you are on the end of a rope. So effectively you didn't necessarily you could hold on to the tendril and try and swing down is what I'm saying and potentially break your fall a little. But if the tendril is strong enough to hold me up it's not really going to just sort of be moved by me, is it? Mm, I see what you mean. It's a it's a solid thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So, but what I want to do then is, if I drop, does it get an attack of opportunity? Uh, yes. Tracks you and grabs you again. It would get an attack of opportunity. It would have to elect whether or not to use its bite, which you think is unlikely, or the very tendril that you just freed yourself from. Don't quite understand how this thing works. So. No, not why. That's the problem. So, so if I was. You know where Cuthbert is. Mm-hmm. Cuthbert moving back, then provoke an attack of opportunity from the Roper. Sorry, if you were where Cuthbert is. Yes, because it's got fifty foot. Yeah, I understand. How many free tentacles does it have? It has loads of tentacles. Uh, just to be absolutely clear, the Roper has six tentacles, and it can attack with four of them at any one time. Right, but the point is about attack of attacks of opportunity. If you move out of range of a mm-hmm. creature, that's mm-hmm. when you provoke an attack of opportunity. Yes. But this thing has a range of 50 feet. Which exactly, which is what makes it so um, challenging. Which basically means that if Cuthbert were to go back up the stairs, mm-hmm. he would provoke an attack of opportunity. Ah, I think you need to be in a square next to a tendril, right? There are no tendrils out by Cuthbert. If there was a tendril that had attacked Cuthbert and missed last round, and was stand and was therefore ending at Cuthbert Square, and then Cuthbert made a move for it, then I think I'd get an attack of opportunity. But it's not going to shoot a tendril 40 feet to uh, get a sort of attack of opportunity on some remote creature. It's not like that. I think, you know, if you fall, Dan, you don't provoke. Because? Because it's not your own movement. That's an interesting one. You don't provoke an attack of opportunity if an exploding bomb hurls you out of a a foe's reach, or if gravity causes you to fall past an enemy oh well there you go there we go graham with the rules okay that i'm that to me is canon so if you let go and fall it doesn't get an attack opportunity i retract my earlier threat this is why we pay you the big bucks graham mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so well <laughs> i'm still not out of the woods okay but that simplifies i'm going to fall okay so you're just letting go you you're freeing yourself from the tendril and you're letting go uh, you throw yourself uh, this is a big gamble. You throw yourself purple upon the mercy of uh, little Billy Tumble, uh, the child <laughs> godlet of falling, <laughs> jumping, and broken ankles. 
will Burple uh, survive the fall? Will any? In fact, will any of you survive this? Uh, we will find out. I think next time. Oh, oh uh, well, it's literally a cliffhanger. Well, not really. It's not really a cliffhanger. It's more of a cliff dropper, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, we'll find out next time. Let's see what happens. Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Three Faces of Evil and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.